Hello and welcome back to the Healthy Hardship Podcast. In this edition we're going to be looking back again at sleep, but looking at sleep more to do with sports and more to do with people that are athletes or certainly people that are high performers, busy people. Uh, There's lots of research done on sleep for general health and how it does improve your health and how it lowers inflammation markers like C-reactive proteins and things like that. Um, for people but there's not so many reviews out there that are specific research to do with sleep and sport and recovery and performance Um, so that's kind of what I wanted to look at today I've come across this really interesting systematic review uh, that was done in 2018 on recovery and performance uh, to do with sleep and how to utilize sleep and sleep hygiene to improve your performance uh, and training regime I think the reason why this is overlooked by a lot of people, a lot of athletes and coaches is potentially because it's looked at more as like a pause period between training, like you're not actually doing anything because you're unconscious, so you're not practicing the weightlifting or the wrestling or the hitting pads or whatever your sport may be, you're doing nothing effectively, but your body is actually, there is actually, as I will go through, some interesting um, facts and figures to show that it does actually help if you improve your sleep, it actually helps your training and helps your overall performance. Um, again, I think because it's easy to go to the latest training fad, the latest nutrition fad, you know, go keto or go carnivore or go vegan or whatever the fad is, it's easy to go to that as, right, I'm not training, so this is what I'll do and this will improve my training and then sleep's just this pause bit between nutrition, between training, between social events. It's just this bit where I don't do anything and not really looked at as a bit where if I enhance that, I'll enhance everything else as well. You know, it's part of the ecosystem of being a high-level, high-achieving athlete. Um, and so to achieve high performance is something that really is really great to have a look at. Um, so this review, this type of review I'm going to go through today uh, on this episode is super interesting. Some really interesting information. The only caveat I would add is that it's done within a subject non-counterbalance design. So... You've, and it's a systematic review, so you've got to take this little bit of a pinch of salt. Um, but not, but there is some interesting data in this to say that it is worth doing. It is worth improving your sleep. It is worth improving your sleep hygiene. Um, so that's just a little caveat to put into that. So this review looked at uh, a mean ages of between eighteen and twenty-four years old, uh, and over ten. Uh, different studies uh, and the subjects range between 6 to 84 subjects per study. Um, There was 10 studies like I say that were looked at, 7 of those were male only, 2 of those were female only and 1 of those was mixed. So relatively small batches, relatively narrow age range but this age range does look at athletic performance. the kind of the real good outcomes needs to really focus on here is that uh, for an athlete or someone that wants to perform at a higher level, nine to ten hours is recommended rather than seven to eight, which is the kind of normal recommendation you'll hear when you hear people talk about sleep and how much sleep you need to get in. So that's quite interesting that when you push to that nine to eight mark, uh, you really see an improvement in athletic performance uh, and training and recovery as well. Uh, same, same with sleep hygiene, as soon as that's implemented, um, especially implemented for long periods, so say like three months that's looked at in this study, 
um, this review shows that after that three month period, that there is a significant, uh, more of a significant uh, outcome to your training recovery from sleep hygiene being improved. Uh, the effects aren't immediate, so I think that's why some athletes might give up on this earlier than not. So that's kind of something to look at with someone to support you, to kind of encourage you to do that along the way. Um, and also adding red light uh, therapy in an evening uh, is also shown to help with your sleep. And especially in runners, where it shows that it can add, actually add distance to your run. So if you're a long uh, distance runner or even a short distance runner it's actually shown to improve your running times and your running distance so and that's red light therapy so that's a very easy way to just sit in front of a little red light machine there's loads out there um, and that's just gonna that's gonna improve your sleep which is gonna thus improve your distance traveled so that's quite a little interesting tidbit there to you know show the improvements um the fascinating, other fascinating things I've pulled out from this study, uh, they looked at some of these studies in the male studies, looked at basketball players, um, and their mean extra sleep was about two hours of extra sleep they put onto their um, their nightly routine. And that showed some really interesting facts here. So it showed that their sprint time went from 16.2 seconds to 15.5 seconds, which is quite a large drop considering that it was, this was over a relatively short period of time they were doing this, um, and it really showed that there was a big improvement in athletic performance. And in their three-throw and three-point in accuracy, it went up by 9 to 9.2%. So that's almost 10% improvement on the accuracy, which is crucial in that game situation under pressure. If your accuracy has gone up, by nearly 10%, that can be the difference between making that shot and not making that shot, and that can be the difference between winning and losing in a game. So that's super interesting. Also showed in correlation with that is the reaction times dropped as well. So these basketball players reacted quicker in a game situation once they'd improved their sleep routines and sleep hygiene. So that's is super interesting as well. Um, we know that sleep deprivation and not getting enough sleep does encourage more depressive symptoms and more mental health issues. So not surprisingly, the basketball players that did improve their sleep by an extra two hours also improved their mood. So it's, it elevated their moods, they felt better within themselves and obviously gave them better game performance and mindset. Um, the subjects also, um, overall, fatigue was down by 80% of the subjects, so not all of them, 20% of them still felt a little bit of fatigue, but 80% did, So, but that's different biological differences, I suppose, that could be chalked up to, that's not really said explicitly, that's just kind of my opinion, but that is interesting. But overall, I mean, you're seeing, you know, almost a 10%, 10 second drop, not 10%, 10 second drop off the sprint time, a 10% increase in accuracy, and a drop in reaction times so that is if nothing else we take nothing else away from this it's worth doing by the sounds of it um the other the other thing they looked at was in tennis players um female and male tennis players showed that they added on average about one sleep cycle which is about 90 minutes to your um sleep so just under that two hour mark for the basketball players 
but that showed for tennis players their serve and accuracy was 14.3% increased just from uh, having a one extra sleep cycle added to their nightly routine. So again, that's super interesting and really shows that there is validity to improving your sleep and sleep hygiene, that you can improve these markers in this way and you can improve your overall athletic performance. So why why wouldn't you do this? Why wouldn't you implement sleep hygiene? Why wouldn't this be a focus of your training um, and recovery? Uh so this kind of leads on to what can you do? What should you look at when it comes to sleep? Obviously, your chronotype is crucial to kind of maybe implement more into a training recovery plan. So you can kind of train around, recover around your chronotype, which is uh, quite interesting, which is worth looking at. Um, I'll go let into that more probably in a later date. Um, but what can you do? to kind of navigate any sleep deprivation, any kind of sleep disturbances through night because of training. Um, there obviously is certain things you can do. Staying hydrated is obviously one of the main things that you really need to look at. Um, if you're training, obviously you will be consuming, well, hopefully you are consuming water or some kind of fluid during your training period um, because sleep is a stress stimuli. And then on top of the other stimuli of, you know, the sport you're doing or the retraining you're doing um, will increase your cells needs for hydration. So to optimize those cells, you're going to need to use some more water that's got electrolytes in it, trace minerals, you know, like that pink Himalayan sea salt, things like that added to it. That'll help uh, optimize your cell health and help curve any appetites. So you're not reaching for any sugary, crazy snacks, anything at some point you know, during, after training or whatever. Um, so staying hydrated is the one. Being caffeine smart is another one. Um, people are going to, you know, generally get up and have coffee, but uh, if you have coffee too late in the day or too early in the day, if it's, it can disrupt your cycle and then you can open a vicious cycle of caffeinating and not sleeping properly and caffeinating and not sleeping properly and you really want to avoid that as much as possible. So around training, especially heavy training, you want one or two cups a day, um, no sugar, no extra added sugar because that's going to give you a big crash after you've run out of that glycogen storage from that sugar. So avoid that as well and don't get in a vicious cycle. So don't drink any caffeine or any caffeinated beverages late into the evening is probably the biggest one. Um, the other thing you can do is getting up early, which you probably are for training. So you see the sunrise, get that in that into your eyesight, um, really helps set your circadian rhythm, really helps your body to understand that it's morning time and kind of get your um, body into a good circadian rhythm. And also grounding. So just walking around outside barefoot in the grass and the pavement, wherever, um, grounding is really going to help with your heart rate variability, so your cardiovascular health, uh, and will really help navigate away from any disturbances you've had in your sleep and kind of help you recover from those disturbances. Um, nutrition is also a big, big part of training. Um, and uh, nutrition, if done right, will also help navigate away from some of the sleep problems that you've had. Um, so it's good to Make sure your nutrition's on point. So speak to your nutritionist or speak to a nutritionist if you don't have one uh, to really help make sure your leptin and ghrelin um, cycles of that hormone are in sync for when you want to be awake and when you want to be refueling and recovering from exercise. Um, 
The other things you can do if you want to supplement them in is buffer your immune system with a thousand milligrams of turmeric or a thousand milligrams of active charcoal. Uh, charcoal is a natural um, detoxifier, so it'll help detoxify any um, pickups of anything you've got that you've not recovered from because you've had poor sleep. Uh, and the same as turmeric, is lowers your inflammation, which lowers any uh, C-reactive proteins and uh, inflammation markers you've got because of your lack of sleep or disturbance of sleep. So again, that's worth uh, putting that in. You know, you can do the golden milk, turmeric and milk mixed together is a, always a fan favourite by people. Um, and last but not least, but never forget the power of a good nap. Uh, napping properly uh, can be beneficial for people that are always on the go or people that didn't get a good enough sleep. Um, obviously that can be hard depending on your training, but in between training sessions, things like that, if you can get your head down and get like a little 20 minute nap or a 90 minute nap, either or is going to be way more beneficial for you to recover from a poor night's sleep. Um, don't obviously sleep nap too late into the day because it will disturb your sleep and then you'll end up in a vicious cycle there where you're never, you're never sleeping well and then you're napping through too far through the day and you're never sleeping well and you don't end up in that cycle. So overall, the advice here, well, my opinion here, or what I certainly have read and believe is that good uh, sleep hygiene, good sleep routine is crucial to improving your performance. Um, it's crucial to improving your recovery and is really something that if you want to perform at the highest level, uh, whether you be an athlete or whether you be a mum with two kids or a dad with two kids or a business person or a whoever, if you're performing at a high level, if you're athletic at a high level, sleep is crucial for you to recover and you to perform at that high level that you need day in, day out, year in, year out. Um, yeah, that's all I've really got to say. Uh, I hope you found this interesting. I hope you've enjoyed it. Let me know what you think. Get at me on social media, on all social media platforms in some format. I'm Health Coach John. That's John with no H, so just J-O-N. Um, or get at me on my website, which is healthcoachjohn.com. Again, that's J-O-N, no H in John. Um, yeah, and I'll see you all on the next one, guys. Peace.